What up? We are back again today with the Wasatch Bench Podcast. I know that it's been um, some time since we last got on. Uh, I believe our last podcast was with uh, Mr. Tom Turpin out of Bonneville High School. Uh, it was a little bit difficult over the summer uh, to find interviews and everything, so we decided to kind of postpone it once we get back into the season. Uh, I apologize. I was not here last week. Had some uh, family stuff going on, moving in. My brother moved into my house uh, down here. Uh, so I wasn't able to record. There was a lot going on. Anyway, we're going to get in. We're going to talk a little bit about last week, a little bit about this week. This is kind of our first reaction uh, to week two. And, you know, it wasn't uh, a super bad week for us. Uh, I believe that uh, almost every, well, I'd say every single team uh, has been has challenged themselves um, at some point. And, and this week just happened to, to do so uh, for the region. Uh, we have our six teams. They, they were able to compete. Uh, we were able to win... Uh, two of the games, so we are two and four as far as uh, the Wasatch bench goes. Always cheering on uh, the bench, but there's been a couple of surprises, and I'm very and I there are more uh, welcome surprises here. So we're going to kind of roll through it. Uh, we're going to start off now. Uh, I believe here on Slinging the Pill uh, Media, I believe the five a game of the week was the was the Skyview against Bonneville. Now. Bonneville last week uh, played Ridgeline. They did fall to Ridgeline, sixteen to twenty-nine, and uh, this week they were actually up. Uh, I was following it uh, on the live stream and stuff, watching it uh, because I'm pulling for everyone to win uh, in the in the non-conference or non-region games. I want every single one in the Wasatch Bank to win. I don't want I don't want anyone to lose. I want us to, to you know to go six and zero every single week. And once one region kicks in, of course, three and three. Unless there's a buy, anyway. But whatever. That's what that's what I really like. And so uh, it's a bummer when they lose. But they they most definitely took on uh, you know the state champs down in 4A. We are 5A. Uh, but I, it had everything that you wanted as far as you know. There was scoring. 28 to 18 is a, is a higher scoring affair than than some games. Uh, it was in Washington Terrace, so kind of a bummer. You couldn't defend that. And uh, Bonneville's they they are they are making themselves known for playing a really difficult schedule. Again, last week Ridgeline, uh, my friend Jeff that that runs Sling in the Pill, and you can go in and tune into the Sling in the Pill podcast where we break down every classification together. He really likes Ridgeline to actually upset Skyview uh, in the state championship. Uh, he thinks that those two teams are going to be the ones to get there in 4A. So, he, you know, arguably uh, top three teams most likely, if you want to say Pineview as, as one of those in the mix in 4A, uh, Ridgeline and Skyview for, you know, kind of the, the, the odds-on favorite to win state. So, Bonneville's uh, definitely testing themselves and next week, uh, they're just taking a short trip uh, up US 89 to the Weber Warriors, who Weber, they're 0-2. They themselves are challenging uh, themselves as well, just like Bonneville. Uh, played Bingham the first week, American Fork the second week, has lost both of those games. So Bonneville's going on to take on a 6A school, which is going to be absolutely awesome. I'm, I, You know, uh, Bonneville has gotten a lot of pub as far, you know, on uh, slinging the pill and everything. And that's what happens when, uh, you know, you're playing these these difficult teams. And, and I love it. Uh, 
they play Weaver. I think it's going to be very difficult. I think there's going to be a lot of bragging rights because these two are arguably the best two in the Ogden area. Um, Ogden High being a little bit lower, right? And I think that uh, I, I I think it would be a really good game between Bonneville and Fremont as well. So in, in kind of the North Ogden, South Ogden, Washington Terrace area in the valley there, uh, you can make an argument that this is kind of uh, the battle for for Weaver County, if you want to say it, uh, depending on on your views on Roy and. Roy actually lost to Fremont. So uh, Bonneville and Weaver, I think, are the top two teams here. Uh, so I think it's going to be a barn burner. I think it's going to be really defensive. Bonneville has a great defensive team. Uh, and Weaver has let a lot, a lot of points up. So hopefully Bonneville can get that uh, that engine fired up as far as offense. And uh, I think I think the, the score to get to uh, in this game is going to be 28 points. It seems like uh, most of the time when you're getting to 28 points, when you're getting four touchdowns, is where you're going to, to be able to win. Uh, however, you know, AF did did beat down pretty good on Weaver, same as Bingham, uh, and they scored more points. And uh, but you know, American Fork definitely held Weaver out uh, this last week. And then finally, I mean, just uh, you know, two weeks ahead, uh, they do get Hiram, so the the schedule eases up a little bit. So if Bonneville is 0-3 at that time uh, with a loss to Weaver, even if it's a close loss, it's still a loss, right? Uh, I think you bounce back and you beat the snot out of Mountain Crest, and then they're going to start gearing up for region play in just a little bit. So I definitely want to see, I think Bonneville, you could argue, is one of the most tested teams in the entire state. So good on him. Uh, Coach Jan's over there, you know, challenging the kids. Uh, and, and, and I love that. So moving on, uh, we did have another game. We had a 5A, 6A crossover. Leighton 41, Northridge 19. Now, Northridge hung around uh, actually longer than, than I gave him credit. Uh, I was, I kept on texting my father. I said, hey, are you watching this game? Uh, Leighton did get 20 one to nothing in that in that second quarter, uh, and then it was kind of a battle there. Uh, it went twenty-eight to seven, uh, and then a couple touchdowns in the second half kind of sealed the deal for Layton and Northridge scored twelve points, but they were still able to put it up. You got to understand, Northridge just beat the snot out of Taylorsville, sixty-four to nothing last week, uh, and they had snapped the they were zero and ten last year, I believe. So they had snapped their losing streak, and then they go you know crosstown rivals, uh, obviously. Layton being a little bit bigger of a school, uh, and then I think it was it was a good game. Uh, I'm really excited to see, you know what uh, what we're able to do as far as. Uh, as far as where Northridge goes, I don't think they're they're going to be a slouch this year. I don't think uh, they're going to go defeated in region play. I'm really excited to see where where this team is going. I like it. Um, I like the the direction that the coaches is is getting them in. Um, and yeah, I I, I believe that. Uh, Northridge is, is poised, and I would even say this next week, uh, you know, just looking ahead from from this last uh, loss, I think that they are more than capable to beat Murray. Murray has not, uh, I believe they're the Spartans, but Murray has not tested themselves whatsoever. They beat Hillcrest. Uh, Viewmont just beat Hillcrest uh, in our region, so uh, I don't think they've, and then they played Copper Hills. Copper Hills is a big school, true, but again, not a very good, um, you know, powerful uh, offense there at, at Copper Hills. So Murray did has put up 42 points and uh, 
And so did Layton. Layton put up 41. So Northridge has to shore up that defense if they want to beat Murray. I think they have a high-flying offense and obviously a pretty stout defense, only allowing 21 points. However, uh, Northridge is more than capable of getting uh, scoring. I mean, they put up 64. Uh, I am going to be leaning definitely for a win against uh, Murray this next week. I, I do think the Knights are definitely capable uh, of that. It is on the road, so it's down in Salt Lake in Murray. Um, I would say I would probably take the Knights by three. Uh, if that was the betting line, I'd say it's going to be around there. Again, I, 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 I see it over and over again. 28 points seems like the, 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 you know, the place to be. Uh, all of the times that, that this region lost this week, they didn't score 28 points. And the times they won, um, I mean, outside of, of, uh, Bountiful beating Farmington, which was which was really close. Farmington kind of came back there in the end. Um, twenty eight points kind of shores it up, and you can kind of look across this, the the state. Well, if they get you know twenty eight points, where they were able to uh, to stop them there, then then they're able to you know kind of be there. So I'm I'm hoping I would say actually I want to say thirty one to twenty eight as far as uh, the overall school. I'm taking uh, the Knights of Northridge to beat Murray there. Moving on to the Bountiful Redhawks, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to talk about these guys because last week, uh, I even mentioned it on Sling of the Pill, I said, hey, you know, we, we don't even know what this Bountiful team is capable of. They jumped out to a 14-0 uh, start. It was awesome to see. I said, man, they must have really uh, hit, hit it hard because when you have a game canceled, obviously due to COVID concerns, uh, it was tough, and it was a, it was a home game. Uh, fans got up. Fans got wild. Farmington being a six a school uh took a step back uh, this year and uh as far as overall talent goes in my opinion so and and it was a little bit it was a rivalry i think uh you know farmington has kind of been waiting to to form a rivalry with bountiful to form a rivalry with uh with davis as well and i really i really like it uh but it was good to see bountiful as far as uh, our region goes and as far as this podcast goes uh get the dub so we're looking forward for the knights to take on uh murray next week where like i said i think 31 to 28 is kind of my final score i need to do a final score for bonneville we'll kind of circle back um to that one Alrighty. um and as far as bountiful goes uh this next week uh they they are taking on let me see Springville and you know Springville is a very very tough team. Uh, just looking at you know what they were able to do last year. Last year uh, they were they they beat the Snot out of Murray in the playoffs. Uh, they lost to Maple Mountain in that second round. Uh, they were actually in the Bonneville kind of side of the bracket, and uh, I was like, okay, well I, I wasn't very concerned. For Springville this next this last year, um, they beat the snot out of Dixie, beat the snot out of Skyline, and so it looks like Springville's kind of back. Maybe they took a step back. This is a Skyline team who was able to who actually beat uh, Bountiful in the is that in the second round, made it all the way to the quarterfinals against Orem and gave Orem a decent game, forty nine to twenty eight. Which uh, I mean, you could make an argument was the best game that Orem had. So Springville is back. And it is going to be an absolute riot to watch that game. Uh, a few things are kind of going against our Red Hawks here with Bountiful. Number one, it is away. Uh, Springville 
I believe they've played. I don't know if it's all been all three home games, but I know uh, the Dixie game was home. I don't know about this last uh, game against Skyline, uh, but they have put up some serious numbers. Bountiful. This is going to be kind of uh, a big uh, gut check as far as the, as far as the Red Hawks go uh, with Bountiful. They they had the first game, uh, no contest, right, zero zero. Uh, but we got to see where where they rank uh, where they rank, right? Farmington kind of came back on them. They kind of uh, uh, took the foot off the pedal, right? Uh, you know, 14 to nothing. And then they get 10 points in the second quarter, 21-10. And uh, nothing happens in the third. And then in the fourth, Farmington made it a game. And Farmington is probably mid to bottom in 6A. So Bountiful needs to get back up on top. If they beat... Uh, as far as the region goes, if they beat Springville, I would probably put Bountiful ahead of Bonneville at this point. So this a lot is riding on uh, this Bountiful game coming up this next week at Springville. And then they actually take on Skyline the week after. Um, and so it will be fun to watch uh, the next couple weeks with Bountiful. Again, when we don't have that Highland uh, kind of mark to see where they're at, it's difficult. So we're kind of at week one where we're like, okay, is this a good team, bad team? Where are they going to uh, rank as far as the region goes? Where are they going to rank as far as 5A goes? Uh, it's going to be different uh, to, to see. So we got to get Bountiful a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm actually going to be taking Bountiful in this game. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to say 35 to 34, a one-point game for Bountiful. Uh, I really think that it's going to be close. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored, uh, but I think it's going to be a one-point game, and uh, we'll see what happens. Moving on to the Box Elder Bees, uh, they actually lost to Provo this last week, 17 to 34. Now, uh, Provo... They were they were able to beat uh, Grantsville. I believe it was like ten to two or something in in week one. So uh, Provo now moves to one and one. Box Elder sitting at zero and two, uh, and they they lost to Kearns. Kearns being a six A school, a little bit bigger. Uh, no no super big worries here. They did play two uh, difficult teams. I think Provo you would you would, could make an argument uh, being towards the top of uh, you know five A. Last year they were the eighteen seed. I think they're a little bit better than that. Uh, uh, this this year, as far as that goes, we got to kind of take a, a sec on the bull, Bulldogs uh, because that's where the, the, the line is at. I'm not going to use uh, the the Kearns game against Box Elder, but Provo being a 5A school, you know, if they if they maybe they're the same 18 and, and Box Elder doesn't win that game, then are we sitting at 19? Are we sitting at 20, 23? Where, where, where do they, they kind of rank? Where do they fall into rank? And I understand there's going to be upsets and stuff like that just because um, Orem beats it's not out of you know everyone doesn't mean that they're the number one team um if you kind of get my drift there uh however box elder uh, with their two losses, they've been able to put up some points, so we can't hold that against them. Uh, again, just shore up that defensive that defensive uh, line, uh, the the secondary as well. They hung tough. Uh, they they tried to match. It looks like the third quarter kind of was the equalizer. Uh, I mean, and the first quarter, six points in the first for the Bulldogs, and eight points in the third. Uh, kind of held held strong in the second quarter 13 to 10 and then qu fourth quarter 7 to 7. So, you got to kind of look at the breakdown uh because I was they didn't have a live stream of this one. I was unable to watch it. So, I'm just kind of going off of uh what I'm seeing as far as the stats go. Uh we'll see where Box Elder goes. Again, next week they are taking on Mountain Crest. I do not I I don't have any faith in Mountain Crest. They are a bad football team. They just got the snot kicked out of them uh by Wasatch at home. Uh, I I think that this is a a game where 
Box Elder puts up 42 points. Uh, I'd say probably 42 to 14 uh, as far as that goes. I think Box Elder uh, really, really kind of shines uh, in, in this game. So, I mean, get ready, Box Elder, because... Uh, we're ready for it. We're, we're excited for you. And uh, afterwards, they're taking on Bear River. So I think they pick up uh, two wins, kind of knock them off, and then uh, head into the 10th as far as region play goes against Northridge and Viewmont, who were, uh, I mean, Northridge 0-10 last year. Viewmont 1 and 9, so definitely winnable games there. Uh, it's going to be great games. I'm excited to watch that, but definitely winnable games uh, for Box Elder. So if you're a Box Elder fan, all hope is not lost just because you're 0-2. Keep your heads up. You're challenging yourselves, and that's all that we can talk about um, as far as that goes. Uh, we're going to move on to Viewmont. Viewmont actually was able to get a, a win, and I'm so excited uh, to be able to talk about these guys as a win. When I was in high school, Viewmont was actually in my region, being from Region 1 and, and, and at Syracuse. We were always competing against Viewmont. It was always a pretty good between game between Syracuse and, and Fremont, or sorry, Syracuse and Viewmont. Uh, they they gave it a really really close game against Logan uh, last week, just losing just barely sixteen to twenty. Again, Logan being a four A team, Logan probably towards top half I'd say in four A, so it's not a terrible loss. But then they were able to come back, beat the snot out of Hillcrest. And so I'm excited to see uh, Viewmont take on Copper Hills this next week. Copper Hills is bad. I don't think, uh, you know, you need to be super worried. Uh, Copper Hills lost again this week, 42-14 to to the Murray Spartans. So I think uh, Viewmont picks up a win this next week. And then they have Provo, which, uh, as <clears throat> as we see uh, with Box Elder, it's going to be kind of a measuring stick uh, to see where they're at. If Provo beats them worse than Box Elder, then we can kind of see, you know, what that Box Elder-Viewmont game is going to look like. Uh, obviously, injuries and stuff like that are going, are going to be the course of, of everything. But that's just what I'm really excited about. And then uh, they definitely have a really tough slate uh, after that. Bonneville, Box Elder, Northridge, Bountiful, Woods Cross as we get into region play, uh, taking on Bonneville. Uh, and then a couple weeks later, Bountiful. So I'm excited to see it. Again, I think they beat the snot out of, of Mountain Crest this next week. I think they move to 1-2. and two, And then the week after, obviously we'll be talking about it on next podcast, but I think they move to 2-2 two and two as they uh, gear up for that final non-region game against the Bulldogs of Provo. Okay, we're going to finally send us off with the Woods Cross Wildcats. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about these guys. Um, they did lose this game to Sky Ridge. Sky Ridge is phenomenal football team. Uh, they beat uh, v, uh, Fremont last week really, really bad as well. So I'm not going to hold against them. I mean, we're talking about a 6A school. Uh, I, I wish that Sky Ridge, I mean, I'd like to see Sky Ridge take on, um, you know, more 6A teams, but, uh, it was able to see Woods Cross where you're at. Uh, West Jordan was a really good team as well, so taking on tougher competition. However, this next week we're able to see uh, we're able to see Woods Cross take on Brighton. Now Brighton was the number one seed last year. Again, COVID complications and stuff. Maybe they weren't the number one team. I think Orem uh, bar none was the, the number one team, but they were the number two seed last year in the state playoffs. So I'm excited to see again where we're going to where we're going to kind of line up with uh, as far as 5A goes. You know, taking on big schools. Now they're going to be taking on a 5A foe. Uh, I believe that Brighton actually as we speak or uh, as I'm recording this podcast is taking on the Syracuse 
Syracuse Titans uh, in in it's kind of like a, a a tournament down there. Yes, and the game just went final, thirty one to seven. So Brighton, I don't know if it's as as scary uh, as a as a team as what it was last. Uh, year they did beat Pleasant Grove, which was a big win week one, but then lost to Syracuse, who struggled really bad against Riverton, who Riverton just barely beat the Dixie Flyers, who uh was you know two classifications lower, and Dixie was on the road at Riverton, uh going from St. George all the way up to Salt Lake. So uh as as I'm kind of looking at it, I think that this is going to be a really good game. It's going to be a an, an awesome test as far as where we're at with the box uh with the sorry Woods Cross Wildcats I'm excited to see uh who else is going to kind of step up on this team and uh you know, Woods Cross, they, they take on Brighton, and then the week after, they're taking on Ridgeline. So two, again, two tough uh, opponents coming up. Uh, I believe that they beat Brighton. Again, I'm going to go 27-24 to 24 if I had to guess uh, for Woods Cross to beat the Brighton Bengals. I think Brighton's going to going to be t uh, really uh, kind of pissed off that they lost that game to Syracuse, and it's only a six-day rest. So as you turn around, it's like, okay, normally you have Saturday to watch film. Uh, you know, maybe Sunday you take a day off. Coach is kind of going over it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you have your three days of practice as you're preparing, uh, but now it's like, okay, when's film day? So do you take Sunday off? Are we going to have Sunday practice? Is Monday going to be the rest day? Where are you going to get your rest? And then uh, you know, Thursday you have JV and sophomore ball. You're just kind of doing a walkthrough. So it definitely shrinks the timeline. And I think that uh, plays into Woods Cross's favor as they take on the Brighton Bengals. Alrighty, so this has been, uh, you know, just another edition of... Uh, the Wasatch Bench Podcast. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Uh, we want to be trying to do uh, MVPs and stuff like that. So make sure, uh, if any coaches are out there listening, be sure to be sending stats in. We use Max Preps. We do use Des News. We try to find as many stats as we can so we can talk about these players. Uh, and this week, uh, maybe it's just at the time of when I'm recording, but I want to make sure that I'm giving uh, everyone, you know, talking a little bit about that as far as uh, these teams go. Anyway, I hope you guys guys have a wonderful week let's uh you know get some more wins this next week good luck to all the teams out there and uh, have a wonderful week